We're friends till the end, remember? This is the end, friend. That's right, kitties. On this, the third episode of Tangential Terror, we are covering the entire Child's Play series. The girls who cried be horror. One of the most iconic horror series, if you ask me. Oh, without Woo-hoo. a doubt. Without mm-hmm. a doubt. And one of the funnest. Yes. I mean, that was something that I discovered on this rewatch of the entire series mm-hmm. is, um, I don't know. It's not that I ever disregarded the Child's Play series. Like, I love Chucky. I know I love Chucky. But I feel like, I don't know, in my head I was always like, oh, well, my favorite series is Scream, right? Obviously. Okay. Or even after that, if that was out of the picture, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Or, like, even, like, Friday the 13th. Like, I don't know. I just never fully realized, like, how much I enjoy the Child's Play series until I rewatched all of them. Yeah, I don't think I had ever... No, I know I've never done all of them in a row like I did the last mm-hmm. over the last week. And it's very much a different experience when you watch them all in a row because I'm sure we'll talk about it, but you really can feel the different tones of all of them where, like, the first three are, like, very much a set trilogy and then you have the two like really campy funny ones with tiffany and then the last two are just like this whole new ball game of like this weird dark gothic kind of vibe Mm -hmm. and it's just they all feel kind of like their own separate series but still are like a part of this whole big thing and it's so fun and then of course uh, we don't There's talk about the it. abomination. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about it very briefly at the end. Yeah. Um, okay, so should we jump right in? So, you yeah. guys, if you haven't caught on yet, um, this is obviously a tangential terror to our dolls episode, which if you haven't listened yet, you are missing so much fun. Because how could Go we talk listen. about killer dolls and not talk about the iconic killer doll? Exactly. I mean, there are many horror dolls just in cinema alone, mm-hmm. but like... When it comes to killer dolls, like, coming to life, vi- we visually see them come to life and murder people, there's there's one true king. And Chucky we is, is OG. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> um, even though dolls came out before Chucky. So maybe That's he okay. took a little inspiration from those little, uh, whatever the fuck they were, kind of dolls. That the dolls walked so Chucky could run and oh. scream and curse. Brilliant. Say fuck to your mother. <laughs> um, call your mother a bitch. Oh, so good. But, yeah, so we're going to go through, one by one, each of the movies. Um, give our thoughts, give our feelings, tell you where they rank personally on our uh, lists of our personal rankings of the Child's Way series. And then at the end of the episode, we will restate for you guys, because we know you want to know, our definitive individual rankings of the Child's Play series. Yes, I feel like we will probably be somewhat similar. I, I don't know, because some of your rankings, you know, we'll get to it. Okay. We're just going to jump right in. Um, okay. So, of course, we have to start with the OG, which is Child's Play from 1988, directed by Tom Holland. King. It's amazing. Um, I mean, it's immaculate. Like, I did, um, at least on my rewatch this time, like, I love it. I felt like it was always like a four star to five star movie in my heart. I think I gave it on this watch though. I gave it three and a half out of five. I think you did because I still love it. 
I will always watch it. It's like one I watch every October. I honestly watch it all year round. I don't know. It was just like, I think I could, seeing it, if I was like, okay, obviously I love horror movies. I love horror. So like I'm enjoying the entire experience. But I was like, if I'm just watching this, like if I was someone that was like, let me watch this movie. You've never seen it before or whatever. I was like, I can recognize some of the like, ridiculous bits in which because obviously the first movie is not really venturing into campy territory it is trying to take itself seriously which I appreciate but I think some of that does make one or two like a little bit of it kind of like okay you guys where I was like okay maybe it's not a four-star movie but this movie is still incredible in my eyes see I disagree it is a four-star movie for me okay I think it is I mean I just think because of how iconic it is in horror uh-huh. in general and how it kind of just created this whole new trend. I feel like a lot of doll movies try to be Chucky. And, I mean, just because it's the original, I have to give it the respect that it deserves. And for me, it's a four-star movie. I mean, there is no protagonist, aside from, like, Gage in Pet Cemetery that is fucking cuter than Andy Barkley. And mm-hmm. if my child... You think Gage... I don't think Gage is a protagonist. Okay, whatever. He's my protagonist. <laughs> he's <laughs> okay. so fucking cute. In our world. Um, like, if my child came to me and they were like, my doll killed somebody, I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. And then they if then they come, they turn around and they're like, yeah, he told me his name is Charles Lee Ray. And he... I'd be like, okay, you have a full fucking name for him? Yeah, okay. I believe you. There is a serial murderer named Charles Lee Ray who you are saying is inside of your doll. Yeah, I believe you. Well, that's what the crazy thing is. It's like when he says it, I feel like people don't like immediately like register. It's like this what? Charles Lee Ray, the fucking what was he, the Lakeshore Strangler? Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. I think, um, I think that's right. He is this huge killer that was on the loose that was recently like killed in this like huge like toy store explosion at a toy factory yeah like this would be headlines like every person would know this especially someone a parent just Mm -hmm. because in general even if he's not attacking children like if you're a good parent i'm sure you're protective of your children you're scared for them or whatever all this shit and like you're living in like downtown chicago Mm -hmm. like and the fact that it's like at the very least there's not even a concern like where did you hear that name like are you watching the news? Like, you know, right. you don't want your nothing. kid Nothing. No mention of There's it. There's nothing. They're just like, who? And it's like, <laughs> y'all, wake up. Uh, it's so good. But when he comes around and he's like, she said she was a bitch who deserved, or got what she deserved. Like, ooh, I love when little kids swear. It's so adorable to me. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. I mean, what is your favorite part of the first movie, if you had to pick one? My favorite part? Oh, God. I mean, I personally, I mean, I, I know I said three and a half, and, like, honestly, I feel like it was a moment thing. Like, I feel like Child's Way is always going to be a movie where I'm, there's going to be a day I watch it, and I'm going to be like, never mind, what the fuck was I talking about? Mm-hmm. Four stars. Four and a half stars. Five stars. I don't give a fuck. I just think in the moment I was watching it, I was like, mm, three and a half. But I still love three and a half with a big old heart, though. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's so many fucking scenes out of this movie. But the one that comes to mind, it's when Andy, I believe, is in the children's hospital. Or That's the, my favorite like, part. Wait, I don't think it's the same thing, though, because it's not about Andy. Okay. It's, like, while he's there and his mother is home. Um, but she's, like, you know, obviously worked up, stressed out. And she's, like, you know, picking up the Chucky doll and, like, kind of, like, talking to him. And she's, like, yeah, like, go on, like, say something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
he like he says something just like i'm chucky blah 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 she's like oh shut the fuck up and she picks it up and she's like shaking it and she flips him over and it's this iconic scene actually i don't remember exactly what happens in the order but something happens where like essentially she realizes there's this huge moment where she realizes that there's no batteries in chucky Mm -hmm. there's a battery slot and she flips it open and it's empty Wait, she's yeah, throwing the been... she's throwing the big box away, and the batteries oh yeah, and fall it's, out. the batteries fall out. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and it's just like horrific moment of being like, wait, what the fuck? And then of course, and it's just like so perfectly timed because mm-hmm. like you're like, oh shit, and then like Chucky turns around, like his head spins like three sixty, and she like throws him, and he's like under the couch. It's this whole great scene because then we fully get like a full on because we've seen Chucky at this point in the movie like walk and talk or whatever Mm -hmm. but we this is what we get to see like the full on Chucky attack and he looks mighty scary we love we've said it many times we love practical effects Mm -hmm. the effects in this movie hold up so fucking well I will not hear otherwise like so good I mean like the whole shit where it's like they had like you know animatronic doll that they would you know move around whatever they would have um, little people in Chucky costumes for, like, the scenes when it's, like, Chucky, like, his feet, like, legitimately running through the house or the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, so good, so good. But, yeah, and then, like, you know, he attacks her and he calls her, like, you fucking bitch, blah, 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 Which, like, obviously you know that I connect with Chucky so much because <laughs> he's just, he can go from, like, cutie patootie to I will rip your fucking throat out in two seconds and... He just, like, curses up a storm like it's his favorite hobby, like me. Yeah, you're both foul-mouthed. I love it. The most foul-mouthed. But what's your favorite scene for the movie? Well, that is, like, probably arguably the best scene just because right. it's, like, the the aha moment that you've been waiting for. Of, like, finally she's going to realize that her son is not crazy. He's been mm-hmm. telling the truth. Like, also the practical effects in that scene specifically, I will argue, hold up better than anything in the last 15 years that they've done for Chucky like correct I, f- I don't know how they managed to make it get worse every movie That's I mean what makes <sighs> I mean I think that like the peak Chucky is really like Bride of Chucky and I think he looks great there that's like my favorite but mm-hmm. after once like curse comes in like I don't know how they got so bad because I think they it's the addition of CGI as well and it's just I don't need it Give me the fucking practical effects. That's all I want. Like, mm-hmm. ugh. I mean, I don't have much to say about the little mental institute that he's in other than that he's so fucking cute and there's, like, the scene of Chucky, like, walking on the railing outside, like, trying to get him. Um, mm-hmm. It's just so adorable. But we have eight movies to go through and if we just continue at this pace, we're, this is going to be a three-hour episode. I know, I know, I The only last thing I want to say yeah. is that Alex Vincent, who plays Andy mm-hmm. Barclay, the little boy, fucking phenomenal oh he's so good because not you're obviously saying like he's so cute which Mm -hmm. in general like i'm like great cute kid i'm here for it um but then it's like you believe him in all his like sweetness and his innocentness but the scene that sends it home for me which obviously our intro was your favorite Mm -hmm. line debatably from the whole series um that's a great moment is when you were talking about when he's in the child's hospital and he, like, I think it's after he sees Chucky, or it might be right when, it's essentially when he gets put in the room. It's either immediately or, like, when he sees Chucky or whatever, and he's, like, in his little cell or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and he's like, you have to let me out. Like, he's coming for me. And he breaks down crying. He's so good. And he falls to the floor. And every time I watch it, not only does it obviously like hurt my soul, because I'm like, this poor, cute little baby is so scared. But I'm like, holy Christ on a cracker, bitch. Because that is some of the best acting. Like, Daniel Radcliffe, take notes, bitch. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're right. He does, he bangs on the door and he screams, he's gonna kill me, he's gonna kill me. And then he just sobs. And it is the most genuine crying I've seen from a child actor. Maybe ever. It's so fucking cute. Oh, and the way that Tobey Maguire could never. Also, can we just talk for one hot second about the adorable little snow outfit he was wearing in the oh, scene where he goes up. to school? And he's <gasps> all bundled up and his matching fucking sweatshirt and sweatpants. And he has a little hat on. And he's carrying Chucky, who's like the same size as him. Unbelievable. I almost took him from that school. I need him. He's my son. Oh, the days of snow pants. What oh, a time. So I, I would rock that outfit so hard right now if I could. I mean, oh I wouldn't because... Update, guys. I live in L.A. now. And oh, it's, yeah. It's the lazy cost. Surprise. <laughs> We're Surprise. even farther apart now. I hate it. But our love bond is going to strong. It's gonna be so much stronger now. Sure, yeah. Because we need it to be. Oh, <laughs> bitch. Okay, fine. <laughs> End call. Anyway. Um, okay, so, on to the next one. Yes, Trials Play 2, the sequel. Yes. 1990. Uh, yes, two years later. We follow... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. What was your... Where did you have the original Child's Play? And you're out of eight, including the horrid remake. Um, I have it as the best of the series. Okay, I have it as number two. Okay. Um, The sequel follows Andy, who is now in foster care because they just decide... I'm assuming the actress who played his mother just didn't want to be involved in the sequel. Um, Yeah, Yeah, she just didn't come back. Yeah, so they had to, like, write off her character, so... He is now put in foster care with a new family, and of course, Chucky comes back because the whole premise of the first movie is that Charles Lee Ray has put his soul into this doll, but the longer he's in the doll, the more human he becomes, and he must ne- he needs to find a human vessel to put his soul in, and it needs to be the first person he revealed his true identity to, which was Andy. So the whole premise of the second film is him trying to get back to Andy because he needs his body. So... That's pretty much the second film. I know you love, so you can start off with your, yes. your opinions. Well, quickly on thing you're saying, that's the whole thing with the series, because they, they end up playing with, like, his lore a lot. Yes. Um, but, yeah, the whole thing is, like, I guess, like, every time they kill him... Well, he goes a new body. somehow he gets brought back to life yes. in the Chucky doll every time, that it's, like, the clock starts over. Well, yeah, because at the end of the first film, he's, like, completely burnt alive, like, dismembered. So when he is put together again in the second film, technically, he's been put into a new body. So it can, he can, like, you know. But, I, I mean, so this, the clock goes back. Yeah, he still chooses Andy. He still wants Andy's cute little body. Well, at that point, it's, like, revenge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love Child's Play 2. And the thing about Child's Play 2 is that before I did this rewatch um, of all of them, I had seen all the Child's Play movies. But 2 and 3 were so hazy for me. Mm-hmm. Because I think when I had watched them in the past, it had been on like the iconic AMC Fear Fest. Um, which this year they're doing a whole... They're playing movies for all of October, which is incredible. Um, anywho, that's a tangent. <laughs> And I just, like, didn't remember most of them. Like, I knew the whole thing in the second one. There was, like, a huge toy factory thing. And that's kind of all I could vaguely remember. And, and, like, the third one we'll get to, military school, whatever. And I watched the second one, and I was like, 
the whole time I was like, this is pretty solid. This is pretty good, right? I was like, hmm. But I don't know that it, like, compare, it's, it's as good as the first one. And then the Toy Factory ending mm-hmm. happens, which if you've seen it, you already know. But, yeah, the premise is essentially he lives with a foster family. There's a new character introduced, Kyle, who is this girl that is also a foster child living with the same foster parents. Um, and she kind of is just kind of, dis- she's like, you know, the cool, tough, older girl who, like, kind of just acts like she has no time for Andy, but also, like, clearly cares for him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's, like, a whole thing. She doesn't want to get attached to him. Right. Because she gets moved around so much. And there's, like, there is, like, not that there isn't heart in the first one, because there is between Andy and his mother, but, like, because the mother's absent in this one, they make up for that truly with the Hyman and Kyle relationship, which is really sweet. But I really, yeah, I have to talk about the fucking factory scene. Um, well, actually, I, I feel like we should talk about it together. So what, sure. are, what were your feelings about Child's Play 2? So, okay, I will agree that Child's Play 2 and 3 before doing this rewatch were the two that I probably remembered the least um, mm-hmm. because I had only seen them each once. Um, and after rewatching, I I really enjoyed 2 as I was watching it. Um, you know, there's really nothing wrong with it. It's a very solid movie. I do agree that the final sequence in the Toy Factory is the best ending of the whole series. Like, by far. It's hands down, like, number one. But after watching all of them, I hate to say it, I, like, I feel like two kind of, like, fades away for me. Like, I don't really remember a huge chunk of it. Like, not that Mm -hmm. I don't remember, I just feel like it's not as memorable as any of the other movies because it's it kind of feels in a sense of like almost a remake of the first movie because the structure is so similar mm-hmm. that I just I don't know it's it's not my favorite but it's not I don't think it's bad by any means it's just not one that I would be like oh you know what I really want to watch right now Child's Play 2 my argument in favor of 2 is that obviously the factory scene which is like mm-hmm. we will get to in one second which is fucking incredible um but the whole thing is just, like, on top of the whole thing, we're like, yeah, I like the foster relationship between Andy and Kyle. Um, but I feel like with Chucky specifically, yes, it's, there's a lot of similarities to the first one, structurally and shit like that. But I feel like we get to the fun of Chucky. Like, I feel like this is the perfect balance. Because I will talk about my feelings on three momentarily, obviously. But then we obviously we talked about, like, you know, Bride and Seed are mm-hmm. very campy. Like, mm-hmm. that's the whole point is camp, camp, camp. And then... Cult and Curse are, like, very, like you said, dark, gothic, kind of, like, also them expanding the universe a lot and shit like that. Um, So, like, two, I feel like it's the perfect balance of being, like, still, like, taking itself seriously to a degree, like, the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, like, fully embracing, like, how fun Chucky can be without fully taking it to, like, the absurd camp direction quite yet. Like, I feel like we also, like... Obviously, it's not like Chucky is, like, their second one talking, killing. But I feel like we do get to the fun of Chucky more because we've already established the whole background. We don't have to do the fucking background of who he is. We don't have to do the whole, like... We don't do a lot of, like, the running around. And like, what was that? Who was... Was it Chucky? It's like, you get to it right away. Chucky has some great lines, like, when he kills Andy's <laughs> um, foster dad. And he, like... He, like, is... Hang- right before he kills him, he's like he fucking tripped down the stairs or some shit went through the mm-hmm. stairs and then he's like upside down and there's just Chucky standing there cool as a cucumber he's like how's it hanging Phil yeah it's such and a good just, line and he just like kills him it's so good um, I will say that I think I think I like 
Okay. I feel like the first three films, like you're saying, where he, it's a lot of fun with Chucky, I feel like in the first three movies, it's kind of the same as like the an early like Freddy, where he's still scary and he has like his wisecracks, but like there's a balance to him. Whereas I feel like once, because yes. like once you get later on in the Nightmare series, like Freddy is all about his one-liners. He's just silly. He's goofy. Like he's not scary anymore. He's just kind of like this comedian who has like fucking knives for fingers, and he's like, hey. Um, yeah, and Chucky, I think, in Bride of Chucky is where he really kind of also takes that transition, where he becomes just the like over the top, foul mouth, like sociopath who wants to like slice everyone up and have sex and be gross. And I prefer that Chucky to the like I don't know. I, I, I like him when he, I get more of that. So I feel like Child's Play Two is still in that kind of restrained area of of Chucky. And I, I like it, but I, I feel like I appreciate his character when he goes over the top a little bit more. So I think when once I've had that, Child's Play 2 just feels a little bit, like, lower impact for me, I guess. Does that okay, make any sense? I mean, no, yeah. I mean, I also enjoy very candy Chucky. I didn't want that to come across like I don't, and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, I can appreciate, like, I like that, just like I like when Freddy gets ridiculous, too, mm-hmm. to a degree. But I think I appreciate, just, like, when you talk about, like, even the original Nightmare on Elm Street, like, even if he has, like, one-liners in that, like, he's fucking scary as shit. Like, that's the point. Even if he has a a line that's like, oh, that was funny. You don't even laugh about it because you're like, I'm, like, he's so fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. Where, like, it's hard to do that with a a doll. Even if you are scared of dolls and shit like that. Like, at the end of the day, it's like a tiny little doll running around. Mm -hmm. So... You can take it seriously, but you, there is a, a to a point where you're like, "But y'all, it is a doll." Like I think you well, said yeah. in our dolls episode, I would simply put him out the window. Yeah, well, I think that's why I prefer the over-the-top Chucky because it's see. I feel like in a sense, it's scarier when he gets to that level because he starts to kill people in more creative ways. He seems like more of a threat than like some like in Child's Plays one, two, and three. He's not a threat. Like I would simply just pick him up and put him away. But in all the other ones, he's like way more vicious. And I just think it's a lot of fun. So I, I just feel like when I have that as, like, the Chucky that's what I think of, two and three kind of fall to the wayside because they're not as, like, over the top, I guess. Mm. Um, talk about well, the factory we, scene. The factory scene. So for y'all who know, you know. And if you don't, I mean, well, as always, we suggest you go watch this before you listen. But if you don't want to, here it is. There's a really Especially excellent like, uh, box set that you can buy on Amazon for, like, $40 that I got. Mm. I recommend. It has a holographic Chucky on the front. It's great. But essentially, the culminating scene at the end is they're running away from Chucky. There's a whole thing I'm not going to get into. But essentially, they end up in a toy factory. And not just any toy factory. A good guy doll manufacturing facility, factory, whatever. Um... And there's a whole cha- and the whole thing is fun because like it's a really cool setting mm-hmm. to be in a toy factory, a good guy doll factory. You know all these different good guy dolls that are essentially Chucky's without a fucking soul in them. Um, so there's a lot going on there, and the whole like thing ends up being that um, he is about to do the ritual. Um, Give me the power, I beg of you, to like um, switch his body into Andy's. And I believe, if I'm remembering this correctly, the whole thing is like he's been in his Chucky body too long and now he's fucked. Mm-hmm. He can't do the ritual. Um, so he's like furious. But for me, the moment in the factory scene that is, that solidified this, I was like, holy shit, this movie is awesome, is they're like, 
Kyle's there with Andy. You know, they're fighting Chucky together. And they put Chucky on this, like, conveyor belt mm-hmm. um, that, like, assembles the dolls and kind of, like, m- like welds them or, like, melts them together or what the fuck ever. But he's, like, you know, screaming. They like lo- And he's always, like, it's, like, locked in this, like, kind of, like, weird doll oven thing. Where it's going to, like, attach limbs to him and then, like, essentially, like, heat it up so, like, in theory, if it was being attached to a normal doll carcass, they would just be, like, <laughs> melding them together so it looks right. Mm-hmm. And fucking, oh, my God. Chucky is screaming. Screaming. Brad Dourif gives the performance of a fucking lifetime, <laughs> the voice performance. It is, it literally disturbed me. Like, Chucky is in this oven, and you you can hear it. Like, he's just getting, like, fucking mutilated. And because he's alive, and the whole thing with Charles e. Ray is the longer he stays in the body, not only can he obviously then not switch into a different body, but his doll body becomes more living and human and mm-hmm. fleshy, where he can, like, bleed and he can get hurt, as they established that in the first one. So at this point in, in his existence in the Chucky doll body, um he can feel pain just like we can feel pain so he's literally being like tortured mutilated he is screaming and it is horrifying and then he gets like sent out the other side when it's done and he is just this like mass of like melted rubber and doll limbs and it is fucking so disgusting and disturbing and fucking incredible at the same time i was like this is high art because this is the era of incredible practical effects and yes it's it's just any horror movie that uses practical effects i'm are immediately going to appreciate so much more mm-hmm. it's just like i wish deep down in my soul because i have no idea what i want to do with my life that i had any kind of artistic ability because if i did practical effects in horror films would be a million percent what I would want to do with my life because it's so fascinating and so cool and creative so Mm -hmm. I just am in awe of anything like that which is why I like the second ending so much because it's so fun and you also get all these like gross cool practical effects it's just it's so great so much fun I've thought about that so many times because I made the mistake of spending thousands of dollars to get a degree in screenwriting. Like, I have a degree in English. It's fine. We both um, made the mistake. But I've also thought, I was like, why did I not? I love to write. I really do. Beside the point. Um, I was like, why the fuck did I not go to school for practical effects? Mm-hmm. And honestly, sometimes I'm like, there's still time. Like, should I go to the fucking Tom Savini school for practical oh effects? Oh, my God. Like, Imagine. I could be happy doing it. I, I, I don't know if I could do it, but if I could do it, I would be happy doing it. Oh, I, it's all I wish I could do, truly. Yes. Um, all right. So it's time to move on to the next installment. Okay, well, where do you is, rank it? Oh, yes. Two is my number one, y'all. I know, twist of events. It's my number one ranked. All right. Is my number three. Okay. Okay. Um, so next is Child's Play 3, which um, the way that we break up the series in our mind, this <laughs> is the end of the original trilogy. Yes. This um, is 91. Yeah, so 1991. Um, the premise of this one is we lose Alex Vincent as Andy Barclay. Yeah, that's his biggest issue. Uh, yeah. We still have the character of Andy Barclay, but now he's like a teenager. Mm-hmm. And he's been sent off to military school because since he has no family and his foster parents were murdered in the last one. Um, 
he needs discipline because essentially it's like your classic thing where you start every movie off and like nobody believes what happened he's kind of back at square one they're like this kid's fucking crazy and he needs discipline in his life so he goes to military school so the entire thing takes place at andy's not yeah andy's military school mm-hmm. in which um i don't remember how it happens so somebody chucky ma- manages to mail himself mm-hmm. to andy at military school because once again he's like he's like fuck andy i'm de- bound and determined to get this motherfucker's body <laughs> just on principle alone but the whole thing in this one, which I know that you really liked, um, is when the package gets delivered, Andy doesn't get it right away. This other adorable little kid who's at the military school gets it, mm-hmm. um, like truly young, probably the age that young Andy Barclay was. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chucky decides, I'm going to reveal myself to this kid first because I think I can get this kid to let me get into his body. Well, I don't think he thinks about that when he tells Tyler. I think he just tells him and then later is like, wait, I told him first. And then is like, okay, I'm going to take... No. Well, the whole thing is like, he definitely talks to him first. Yeah. But the whole thing is like, revealing who he actually is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, telling him he's Charles Louis. And I'm pretty sure at that point when he was like, oh, I'm going to tell him who I really am, he already... Okay. There was like, definitely a moment where he's like, wait a minute. I Because he was saying something about like, I have to get to Andy... Kid. What'd you say? So I can play hide the soul with this new kid. Yes. I think at that moment, like when he was talking at first, he's kind of like, who the fuck are you? Like, I need to get to Andy, right. kid. And then it kind of clicked him. He's like, wait, I was once again reborn because they remade my fucking body again. Um, so I got a clean slate. So I don't have to tell Andy first and take Andy's body, especially because Andy knows the gist now. So it literally is just going to be like me in a war against Andy. There's no tricking him. Mm-hmm. I can trick this little kid, though. And also, so, I mean, I, I feel like just logistically, if you have the opportunity to embody an adorable-ass, like, 8-year-old who has done nothing wrong, or a 16-year-old who has been, like, kind of branded this crazy kid who claimed his doll killed all these people in his life, like, I'm going to choose the adorable, sweet little 8-year-old that no one's going to think is a serial killer. Like, that's just good logic. Mm-hmm. But I know I, that you really like this movie, I feel like. Well, I wouldn't say I really like this movie. I mean, I gave it three stars. Um, I think... I don't think it's bad. I mean, I think it's definitely the weakest of the first trilogy. And mm-hmm. I think holding up against all the other movies, it's definitely not the best, but it's definitely not the worst. It's very middle ground for me. Um, I'm not thrilled that we have a new Andy. I'm never really on board with that. It's like the same thing with like Friday the 13th when they recast Corey Feldman to be, like, the older version. I'm not into it. Give me the mm-hmm. same... Give me the little kit. I like it. So I was not, you know, super on board with that. But at the end of the day, like, I thought the story was fine. I thought the scene near the end where Chucky replaces their paintballs with actual bullets was oh, fucking yeah. vicious and, like, a, a new level for him. And I really appreciated that. I just... I mean, I think it, it ties together the first three movies very well and it still has the good practical effect on me so I'm on board with it I mean I don't think it's I think I think of it kind of in the same vein as I think of two Um, I think I mean I like two more just because the plot is more interesting but Mm -hmm. they're both kind of forgettable comparatively to the first one for me and then comparatively to 
the rest of the series because they take on such different kind of tones. So, you mm-hmm. know, I don't hate it. There's nothing about it that I think is bad, um, but I don't think it's like anything groundbreaking either. Mm-hmm. What about you? I know you don't like I, it. I really didn't like it. Like, and I was shocked. I was like, I know that I'm probably not going to like it as much as the first or second. But I was like, I did not have fun, really. And I think it's because many factors. One, the one we talked about, that Andy Barclay is not played by Alex Vincent anymore, mm-hmm. which is such a loss because truly phenomenal actor. Not even fucking kidding. Um, so there's that. I do not, and maybe it's the state of the world right now, but I was like, I don't give a fuck about a goddamn military academy. I don't. Yeah, but like, don't you what? like to watch those shitty military boys get what's coming to them? But it's like not all of them do. And the whole thing is like, Chucky almost for a lot of this movie, but like took a back seat mm. because so much of it is this military school bullshit. The fucking female character annoyed the living piss out of me because it was like your stereotypical like I don't know like she didn't feel well rounded like I appreciate that it's like oh a woman in the military or whatever great I don't know something about her just like fucking annoyed me and I was like I don't care about this plot line like I'm sorry but like I did not come to the goddamn child's play series for like Auntie Barclay's romance yeah like I, I didn't came like any when he was either. a fucking baby so everything she once again clearly she's inserted into the movie to be a romantic object for Andy so I was just like, yeah, so every time you're on screen, bitch, I don't care. And I don't even care about this Andy because it's not my Andy. Hashtag not my Andy. That's so fair. I was just like, I don't care. And I was just, and like none of the Chucky kills for me, like, I don't know, Chucky, like you were saying with the bullets, it is like vicious to do that. But also like, I didn't come to the Child's Play series once again for Chucky to use guns. Mm-hmm. Like I came for him to do like vicious kills on by his own hands, like with a knife or mm-hmm. whatever, with a contraption. Um, so the gun thing, I was like, whatever. And then like the ending when they end up at a carnival, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like a carnival would have been a much more fun setting for the whole fucking movie <laughs> over a goddamn military academy. Which once again, you know how I feel about carnival horror movies. Like when I watched um, what was it, Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, if you were setting your horror movie at, like, a carnival or some shit like that, I feel like you are being handed, you are being soft, underhand softball pitched, slow as shit, the easiest, like, so easy to make that scary and good. And, spoiler, I did not enjoy The Fun House, unfortunately. I think The Fun House is a strong hooper for the first half, and then it kind of devolves into something else. But... Anywho, not to go on that tangent, but yeah, that was my feelings about that, where I was just like, like even thinking about it now, I was like, I can vaguely remember most of the kills, but I'm just like, okay. Like, yeah, the best be honest, part is I don't easily even any of the kills, other than the guns. Is the little kid, what was his name? Tyler. Tyler. Like, he is so cute. He's so cute. Because, like, he's there because his dad, I think, works at the academy, which... Or something. He's so much younger than everybody else there. He's so sweet. I love him. Yeah, he's so cute. And, like, he he calls fucking Chucky Charles. Oh, he doesn't. He always tells him to stop swearing. He literally said, wait, there's a line he says. He goes, whatever you say, Charles. And I was, I truly cackled. I was like, So, see, we lose Alex Vincent, but we gain this adorable boy who I looked up and has done, like, one role other than this and then that's it he's truly did oh my god like our fucking queen um 
Oh, fucking. Oh, what um, is her name? Chelsea Peretti. <laughs> no, yeah, baby Chelsea Peretti from yes. Dolls. Um, um, yeah, those are my feelings. I mean, I don't even know that I have much more to say on Child's Play 3 because, like, I just felt like it did nothing for me. Yeah, I really got nothing else to say on it. Um, so now we've moved out of the original trilogy and on to... <laughs> you keep forgetting. What is your ranking? Oh, on? my God, I'm so sorry. Maybe I'm we really should just wait till the end. No, we've already started. we got to finish it. Oh, my God, it. okay. I am... I put Child's Play 3 out of the eight films. I put it seventh. I put it sixth. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm very curious to think, to see why you think Cult is better than three, but we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Um, now we're on to a true fucking classic, which is when we move out of calling them Child's Play and use Chucky in the title Mm -hmm. to 1998's Bride of Chucky. Oh, my, like, invented cinema. (laughs) Well, Bride of Chucky is... It's a departure in a lot of ways because we move away from the Andy plot line altogether. We get a transition into, like we've said, a much more campy, a much more over the top, like late 90s feel to it. We get the addition of Jennifer Tilly, who is incredible as God Tiffany. Damn. And I mean, the, the entire cast is like fucking stacked, first of all. We get a new mm-hmm. Chucky doll, which is my favorite version of Chucky. And I had another thing, and I don't remember it now. But all right. Oh, I do remember. Um, it's also the first time we kind of changed the lore a little bit, because since we are moving away from the whole, I'm going to put myself in the body of the first person I told, they now transition to, well, there's a talisman that I was buried with that will let me inhabit anybody. So I need to go find my body that's buried, and I need to get my talisman so I can you know, do whatever I want. So they kind of just like... Mm-hmm create something that allows them to go in a different direction but the the basic premise of Bride of Chucky is that Jennifer Tilly who is his ex-lover Tiffany Tiffany potential fiance um she gets him out of the evidence locker and she takes him home and she stitches him back up and she does the whole seance to put his soul back into this body so that she can resurrect him and it starts off with um, her boyfriend, who's played by the late Alexis Arquette, um, and he, he's like this very gothic, heavy metal dude who like wants to like he kind of pretends he's like as vicious as she is, like oh I can murder all these people, but like he's not as sociopathic as her. And Chucky and her decide to end his life, mm-hmm. and that is the beginning of the greatest love story ever told of our time tell me some things that you think about bride of chucky i fucking love bride of chucky me too solely for miss jennifer jelly my mother my (laughs) sister my my god um i'm obsessed with her um but yes there, this is when Chucky begins his Hot Topic look, which <laughs> is the Chucky that I grew up knowing. Mm-hmm. I feel like Chucky was one of those movies in general, like any of the movies, that were like those taboo movies for me growing up, where kids in school would talk about them, talk about how they were the scariest fucking things on planet Earth. And I was like, oh my god. Like, So the first time I watched them, and I watched Child's Play first, I believe, um, I was... Actually, that's a lie. I think I watched Bride of Chucky first. Um, I think I did too. 
because like that's the Chucky that we I think a lot of us knew like if, like I'm saying if you ever went into a Hot Topic or a fucking Spencer's growing up they had you could buy them like the fucking Chucky dolls mm-hmm. that had like the stitched up faces kind of the ripped up hair like there was no more like Chucky getting reborn into a new nice prim proper good guy doll who would then get wrecked throughout the film like he starts out like fucked up um which I think is like probably like I think I as well. Like, I feel like I am drawn toward this Chucky. Like, if you're doing a Chucky Halloween costume, mm-hmm. like, this is this is the look you do. You do the stitches or whatever. Because, like, this is the scary Chucky. It's before they get to the kind of, like, gross-looking shit in <laughs> Curse and Cult, which we'll get mm-hmm. to. Um, but you still get, like, the, the resemblance of the original Chucky. It is that, except literally just, like, how can we make him like scary like from the jump there is no like he looks like a sweet innocent doll but then he turns it's like no he looks like a scary doll and he's also fucking alive and gonna kill you um but yeah Jennifer Tilly is just amazing in this like her transformation scene when Chucky kills her and then puts her body into like the fucking little bride doll she bought him to say like fuck you mm-hmm. um cause he like essentially was like spit in her face when she was like we're supposed to get married and he's like dumb bitch um <laughs> like you know they're playing like call me um and she's like dyeing her hair and fucking putting on like a leather jacket and combat boots and painting her nails and what the fuck does she say she says the most iconic line do you want to look it up it's right here she goes barbie eat your heart out she's smoking a fucking cigarette as a doll such a badass it is i mean every goth dark scary horror tumblr page had this on it i had it on mine like in immaculate oh my god i i'm obsessed with this and then the whole movie is just like the two of them together kind of like rekindling their relationship because they've been apart for so long and now they're both dolls and they're like kind of falling in love again um fucking randomly <laughs> Catherine heigl is in this yeah and so, the late john ritter and it's just like it's so it's such a cast man like but it's just like Catherine Heigl and her fucking faceless dumb white boyfriend or whatever who's also in it like I guess in theory they're like well we need like you know main people that right. like Chucky and Tiffany are gonna be after but at this point it's like it was so pointless because it's like I feel like maybe they knew but they had to test the waters out to see how people were gonna react to it you're coming to this movie to see Chucky and to see Tiffany I don't give a fuck about who the human counterparts are those are just the victims. I mean, you have John Ritter as, like, the hard-ass cop who is going to do mm-hmm. whatever he wants and says he will plant evidence, and he's just, like, so dirty. And you get, like, one of my favorite deaths, which is the nails to the face. Yes. That, oh, my God. I just... It's clear... Nails on the airbag, baby. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, it's very obvious that with Bride of Chucky, it's kind of becoming more mainstream because you have... Because in the first three films, like... You really don't have anyone that's, like, a standout actor. But Mm -hmm. Bride of Chucky, all the fucking A-listers want to be in this movie. And they show up for it. And they all die. And it's so good. But, yeah, I mean, the actual storyline of Katherine Heigl and her boyfriend, like, I don't give two shits about. Like, they're in love. They want to be together. They're going to run off. But, I mean, the I'm like, yeah, where's Tiffany? Tiffany just manipulates the situation so she can get what she wants. So that they can take her along on the ride and get that fucking talisman because that's all it really that's the whole point of the movie and then you know Catherine Heigl and her boyfriend just provide people for Chucky to kill 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, you know, this is very much like we said. This is where the series gets very campy. Like, every kill, every moment is Chucky with a one-liner. Mm-hmm. Tiffany with a one-liner. I mean, there's one when they're like in the car. I think it's right before they kill um, John Redder um, mm-hmm. with the nails. Where like, he's going to stab him. Like, Tiffany's like, ugh, like... <laughs> That's, like, so, like, 80s or whatever. Like, where it's, like, clearly, as everything was at this time, trying to jump on that scream bandwagon Mm -hmm. of being, like, so self-aware and so meta. And, like, that's the jokes. So, like, to a degree, like, I'm a sucker. And I know it's, like, so overdone. But, like, sometimes they hit for me and I'm like, okay, that's fun. But, like, this movie sometimes it's like, okay, guys, we get it. Like, you know that you're a horror movie. Um, but the huge thing, obviously, in this movie is that Chucky now apparently is atomically correct. Yeah. As is Jennifer Tilly's, which, like, maybe, maybe. No. Chucky is, because of the whole thing of, like, oh, being that body so long, you just become more human. Even that's a stretch, though. Jennifer Tilly's been in this fucking body, like, not even a week. Yeah. Like, so, like. But, of course, it's, it's not, what year is it, 98? Yes. Of course. They're like, uh, Chucky, the foul-mouthed doll that we love. He, of course he's going to have sex in this movie. Chucky's got to fuck. Ugh, um, I don't love it. But yeah, so they have sex, and then, spoiler, at the end, um, the whole, like, final thing, like, Jennifer Tilly gets, like, thrown, her little dog gets thrown in a goddamn oven at one point and, like, charred. Oh, yeah, she looks so um, good, though. She does look good. And then, like, kind of, like, Chucky kind of, like, I don't know, it's, like, being a horrible husband slash soon to be father and like throws her off of him whatever and the last scene which like truly i wish was not in this movie (laughs) like this movie is already like ridiculous camp but i hated this one moment it's like she's on the ground like essentially deceased and this cop that showed up at the last fucking minute and like just like so easily believed everything that happens he's like (laughs) yep saw enough for me guys don't don't show up it wasn't these two it was chucky or what the fuck ever i can't he finds Jennifer Tilly's doll body, and she starts, like, screaming. He's like, what the fuck? And it's because she's giving birth. I, I guess the gestation I, period in the doll is, like, a day and a half. But just the fact that someone thought about this shit. He's like, let's fucking make Chucky knock her up. Like, like they're oh, dolls, you guys. They're dolls. You think that they had this shit laid out, like, way ahead of time of, like, okay, bride, what comes after the bride? The baby. We gotta set up the next movie. Of course, they want to make that money. Oh my god, they're insane. Um, I would have just easily taken Bride of Chucky 2, like, or anything. Like, but, yeah, she gives birth, and it's this, like, little tiny demon doll baby, like, covered in blood and afterbirth, and it's got, like, little, like, razor teeth, and it just, like, screeches. It's like, I can't even do it. It's you. fucking blow out my fucking vocal cords. Um, like, just, like, truly, like, a rapture. A, a, a rapture? No. A raptor. The rapture is also happening in this moment. Um, screech. And that's and it just, like... And I think it, like, launches itself with the detective. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, cuts to black. It's an incredible film. I don't care what anybody says. I love it. It's so much fun. It's probably the most fun that we get in the series. Mm-hmm. Because it's just the most over the top. And... Yes. I think the practical effects are the absolute best that the series has. The dolls look amazing. There's never a point where I think that the dolls look bad or I don't believe that the dolls are, like, moving in a way that they shouldn't be moving. I just feel like it's so well done and, like, very thought out. And, like, yeah, I mean, a lot of the plot is, like, crazy and silly and goofy. 
But the mechanics that have to go behind making it all look genuine is so impressive to me, especially for 98. So I am a give it a chef's kiss. So where do you have it ranked on your list? It is my number two. It is my number three. Okay. All right. See, we're not that bad. We're pretty close. I think we've been one off on every single one. Um, so next is obviously Seed of Chucky, which I think overall for many people who like Chucky, like horror, have seen or who've just seen the movies, this is unanimously like for a lot of people like the worst one, mm-hmm. which is kind of how I felt about it before I did my rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, it is truly <clears throat> atrocious. It is. I know that. It is a dumpster fire. It is a like from second one in which the opening credits come over um chucky sperm <laughs> like if you think you misheard me you didn't um his sperm swimming through what i would assume is jennifer tilly's doll body um unreal unreal um it, it's just what the fuck from second one till the last minute um but what I give this credit for is, like, I think I didn't get it when I was younger and I saw it. And I was just like, literally, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Is that they were leaning at this point, full-fledged, 110% into camp. It was what I, I think I said this to you, is what it felt like is if, like, take, like, the movies, like, Scary Movie, right? Where, like, mm-hmm. Scary Movie, the original Scary Movie is kind of, like, even though it takes from other horror movies it's truly just like a parody of scream mm-hmm. because obviously a scream was originally supposed to be called scary yes. movie um this feels like if they had done a parody of the child's play series but instead of it being part of the scary movie franchise child's play was like no no no, we'll do our own parody of ourselves interesting that's exactly what this movie feels like which is why i was like you know what I can't even wrap my mind around it, so I have to give it some amount of respect. I don't know why, but it's so fuck, fucking far gone and just wacko that I'm like, you know what? I didn't hate it. You know what, Anya? I like Seed of Chucky, so... I... Whatever. <laughs> but I you th- gave it a half star higher than me. What, I give it two and a half? Yes. Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. I mean, I recognize that it's not like great cinema but it's so much fun you have fucking jennifer tilly playing i just said it was fun you have jennifer i know but you're also talking shit on it i don't want to talk shit okay i'm sorry did you think it was an oscar nom no i don't think any of them are oscar noms i i mean i just think it's a lot more fun than most of the movies i think having jennifer tilly play jennifer tilly and then have tiffany be like obsessed with her and be like oh my god she's my goddess like it's so meta it's just like wrapping in and it's it's like inception and the fucking storyline between Tif- tiffany not tiffany jennifer tilly and redmond are is so funny because she calls him mr like hello mr man and like the whole plot of like her having sex with him to like get this role that julia roberts can't get i just think it's so fucking funny all of it i'm obsessed i mean I'm obsessed with the plot. I don't care. I think Glenn Glenda is so weird. So Well, actually, what I didn't realize until later is there are a handful of people, and once again, I did not do my research on this, and I'm mm-hmm. also not a part of this community, so take this as you will. But I have seen that there are members of the transgender community that are actually, like, grateful for this movie. 
to a to a degree and its representation or its attempt mm-hmm. at representing a transgender child and like is this debatably the way that Jennifer that Tiffany and Chucky handle it is better than a lot of parents. Well, yeah, this is this is two thousand four, right? E- yes. I feel like at that time, like we did not really talk about the transgender community. Like I didn't. I mean, I know I was what twelve. I didn't know anything about what being transgender was. And rewatching it with Greg, I was like, wow, this movie is like actually very pro-trans rights and I don't know if it's meaning to be because mm-hmm. yeah I mean the whole movie I mean aside from it's more Tiffany them just being like you can be whoever you want to be you can be whatever gender you want to be because you can make that decision for yourself and there are moments when Glenn is like I am Glenn and there's moments where he's like I am Glenda and I think there's a line where he says like sometimes I think I'm a boy sometimes I think I'm a girl why can't I be both and right, I feel like that's very like timely right now with you know gender binaries just you know there are more than two genders you can Mm -hmm. be any gender that you feel like you can be non-binary you can be male female whatever you want and I feel like this movie kind of without I I don't know if they meant to do it or not kind of speaks to that and says like yes gender identity is fluid be who you are and that's why I like Glenn Glenda even though other than the whole gender part is a very strange character where like it's a very strange I, color. Um, they are British. Um, yeah. The it's just fucking British kids me every time. It's it's very strange. Um, it's also like they're simultaneously very sweet but also sociopathic. Like there's just a lot of con- conflict within this sweet baby doll, and they don't know at all what they are. But I love watching the exploration of it. I love the fucking John Waters death scene. Because mm-hmm. I was like, why is he in this? Because when I first saw He says, this, God bless the little people. Yeah. And I was... I had tears down my face. I saw this movie one time in eighth grade on our Washington, D.C. trip. And I remember, like, we all fell asleep to it. So I just remember waking up every time, like, Glenn or Glenda said something weird. And I remember waking up at one point to the acid scene with John Waters. And obviously I was, like, 12 or, like, 13. I didn't know who John Waters was. And so rewatching it, I was like, oh, my fucking God unreal so good that he wanted to be a part of this movie i love it and so like just for all the over the topness of it all i have to stand it i love it and the ending is so great too but i, I mean I, yeah there's like there's so many good moments i mean there's so much going on in the film we cannot tackle it all because we have to no. move on but like the whole thing is like they in an attempt to get into human bodies or whatever and because they have to take their their son slash daughter glenn slash glenda with them they have to impregnate Jennifer Tilly, which that alone, Jennifer Tilly playing alongside Tiffany, which is also mm-hmm. Jennifer Tilly, is next fucking level. And there's a whole thing where they like have to like turkey baste her mm-hmm. very much, like don't mm-hmm. breathe, I don't even want to talk about it. But there's like that whole thing where they're trying to get her knocked up and blah blah blah. And then like obviously the whole ending is like Tiffany did end up did end up in Jennifer Tilly's body, um, and Jennifer Tilly ended up having twins so that Glenn slash Glenda could get split apart and put into both a boy body and a girl body. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, where In which Glenda is evil and Glenn is sweet mm-hmm. um, and kind of nervous and afraid of everything. But yeah. well, Actually, I, mean, we, there's, I, th- I think that's the happiest ending of all the movies because I love Tiffany so much and I wanted her yes. to succeed in her biggest dream of being Jennifer Tilly. And I'm sorry to Jennifer Tilly for that but I wanted Tiffany to take her body so badly and she did and I was just like so, I'm always so happy about it 
I love it. It's incredible. I mean, there's so much to be said about this movie. We cannot tackle it all. No. You just need to see it and experience it for yourself. Um, so where does that where fall does this, for you? Oh. Where does it rank for you? Um, it is number five out of eight for me. It is also number five out of eight for me okay. as well. On to the last installments of the series, which is starts with Curse of Chucky, which is where it takes a darker, more gothic tone. Yes. Um, these were... They weren't Netflix originals. For a while, I thought they were because they like went straight to Netflix. Um, surprisingly, you would think that after something like Seed of Chucky, it, there's no redeemable qualities of the series anymore. It's just like it all went down the drain. Uh, it's like, or even if you liked Seed of Chucky to a degree for like reasons you were saying, it's like, how the fuck do you do anything from that? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you go from there? Um, and it's surprise. This cult, not cult. Excuse me. Curse of Chucky was a surprising breath of fresh air. I don't think it's an incredible movie, mm-hmm. but comparatively to other installments in the series, and just shit like this in general, where a horror series goes on this long and gets to a point of being kind of garbage, you're like, you don't usually randomly have an installment that's like, you know, installment number fucking. What are we even at now? Six. Mm-hmm. That's oh, surprisingly. Hey, that's like good again. So that was definitely a surprise. You have Brad Dourif's daughter, mm-hmm. um, Fiona. What the fuck is her name? Fiona Dourif, playing the lead role in this, mm-hmm. um, and which is a fun twist of things. Um, she's like living with her mother. She is wheelchair bound. Um, she lives with her mother, and she gets delivered this Chucky doll. Which at this point, like we've obviously strayed so far from, and we did with Bride. Like we're not doing the Andy Barkley shit anymore at that point or whatever. So it's kind of like, okay, why is this woman getting mailed Chucky, right? Like it's not like she stumbled upon him, she gets mailed him, and then the whole thing happens where like Chucky obviously comes to life, kills her mother, so then her extended family has to come because they have to figure out what they're going to do with her and what they're going to do with the house, and thus they get all end up being trapped in this kind of old dark mansion with Chucky on the loose killing all of them and it is revealed near the end like kind of as I was saying before the expansion of the universe and it's explained like why was she sent the Chucky doll in the first place Mm -hmm. do you want to say what it was it's because um she Fiona not Fiona um Brad Dourif's daughter Fiona her character's name is Nika um her mother, um, Charles E. Ray, fell in love with um, when she was pregnant and married with, to somebody else. So I'm pretty sure he killed the husband, didn't he? Yep. He had, he and he, he staged it as like a drowning. Yes, and then he was like, they just show her like tied up or whatever, and he's like, you know, essentially trying to force her to love him, and she doesn't want to. Um, and she's like, you know, trying to insert himself into Nika's life when she's a child, and his. Her mother, in an attempt to, like, save her, is, like, trying to prevent that and, like, hold it off until the police can come capture him, which they do. And then they actually tie that into, like, when he's running from the police, that was what we saw at the beginning of the original Child's Play movie when he's running away from the Mm -hmm. cops. So So he died that night. So she is responsible for his death in that sense. And he also stabs her in the pregnant belly, which is what causes Nika to have her paralysis in, -hmm. like, her whole life. But what I, I have, like, I have pros and cons with this film. When I first watched it, I had I saw it the I think probably the year it came out, um, which was what two thousand thirteen I think, and mm. I had not seen really any of the Child's Play movies other than the original and like Bride and Seed in my like youth. So I didn't like I knew obviously what they were, 
but I hadn't gone through and watched them all. So I watched it, and I was very, very surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think watching it as a series, it doesn't hold up quite as well as if if you were just to watch it on its own. I think, you know, I love the premise of the old, dark, gothic house with, like, the big elevator because she is in a wheelchair. And, you know, you have all these characters who... Every time you think you know something about them, it's, you know, it gets turned on its head with, like, who's having an affair with the nanny or, you know, just shit like that. And, like, the sister's name is Barbie, which I think is funny. Um, but it, 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 they play, like, a fucking round of, like, musical chairs with, like, the, the chili and the rat poison and the first death, which I think is a lot of oh, fun. Yeah. They use the doll as, like, a nanny cam. Like, all of that's really good fun. And when he first shows up, Chucky does not have the scars anymore, which initially pisses me off because I'm like, why? Why have we gotten rid of the cool, scarred-up Chucky face? But then later on, you learn that he's just covered his face with makeup or some shit, and, like, he does have the scars, so it is the same body. But that is where my issue comes in because if we are following the same logic... But listen, I know that these movies are about a doll that has come to life and is killing people, but I still need it to make sense. And... Mm -hmm. Every movie leading up to this, the lore has been that the longer he stays in the body, the more human he becomes. And so at this point, because he still has the scars, we are to assume he is the same doll from Bride and Seed. Yet every time that he is stabbed or at one point decapitated, there's no blood. It's just filling. It's stuffing. Like, it doesn't make any sense. They never explain it. And it, it, it irritates me to the point that, like, it makes me not like it as much because... It's kind of just like a blatant, like, well, we don't care that it doesn't fit with the rest of the the series. Like, whatever, we're just going to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make any sense. Like, why Why does he not bleed? Why is he just a fucking regular doll? Yeah. Like, it is, and, like, how could he put himself in her body if that's what he wants to do? Like, I don't even think he wants to do that at this point. Like, I think he just wants to kill her and get revenge. Right. So I just, well, like... Thing, it's like... Even though I said at the beginning of this episode that, like, I didn't realize how much I liked a Child's Play series, I, it needs to be said, Child's Play series is definitely still not my favorite mm-hmm. horror franchise um, because of, like, a lot of shit what you're saying. Where, like, as the series goes on, it kind of just, like, easily explains away things with shit it pulls out of its ass. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like, other things where you're like, well, I'm, what's the explanation for this? Because this is the established set of rules. And they're like, what? Didn't hear you. Mm-hmm. And just kind of go along with it. Where, like, I think it can get away with it to an extent in Curse because of the fact we're talking about where it's like, it was such a surprise that it was so much better than we expected it to be because it was, like, straight to video Chucky. Mm-hmm. Where well, it's yeah, like, oh. I expected it to be garbage because of that, you know? Yes. And it wasn't. So I feel like at that point it was like, you can almost forgive or forget shit like you're saying mm-hmm. to a degree. At least the first time you watch it, maybe. Yeah, I because think it's like that every shock. Time, every time I watch it, I like it a little bit less, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the end is also. I, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Go okay. on. I, I was just saying, I'm not particularly a fan of like the coloring in this, mm-hmm. like the darkness, like it just like where it's like that, like it's all dark and grimy, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, okay, like. That's, like, just so easy to do that for your horror film. And I think we've talked about this before. It's, like, it's really easy to, like, put something in an old dark house. And don't get me wrong. I love an old spooky dark house. I do. But, like, it's really easy to make shit, like, everything's gray and dark and whatever. And it's, like, oh, of course that's creepy and uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, then you take something, like, 
we bring it up a lot, but like midsummer, where it's like broad motherfucking daylight, beautiful colors, everything is gorgeous. Literally, it's never dark, and it's still horrifying. Mm-hmm. I think I forgive the gothic feel of this movie just because it is so different than the rest of the series where like every other series is like so bright and vibrant and like you know it's all about toys and toy stores and carnivals and it's all very like poppy that Mm -hmm. the shift to the dark side felt very new for this series so i really liked it i don't love the continuation of it into cult but for curse as like an individual film i like the vibe for it just because Mm -hmm. it is so it stands out so much from everything else, especially coming directly after the two campiest movies of the series. Um, yes. But I do also think that we just need to quickly touch on the ending and the post-credit scene because that's the most important part of the movie, in my opinion, which is that the whole the whole film, he's trying to get inside the new little girl, and that is the body he wants to take over, and he succeeds in the end in getting inside of her, even though again, that doesn't make any sense, because as far as we know he doesn't have this talisman, and she's not the first person he's told, I can't get into it but, whatever, Mm -hmm. he gets inside her body, and that's how the film ends, and then if you are smart, and you stick around for the end credits, we get the fucking return of Alex Vincent (sighs) playing Andy Barkley I was the first time I saw it I was so excited because this random man gets a delivery at the door he puts the package on the table he gets a phone call he's talking to someone he said oh it's his mom they pan over we see the military uh, diploma we see a photo of Kyle and we see a photo of Andy and his mom from the first film and you realize holy shit this is Andy Barkley and if you think it's not Alex Vincent you're wrong because it is because of course they brought him back and Chucky fucking takes a knife and he gets himself out of the box thinking he's gonna finally get his revenge and bam what does Andy have a gun to Chucky's face and he's fucking ready ooh it's just and he says play with this it's very Marvel but better (laughs) Marvel wishes Marvel fucking wishes (laughs) they had what the child's play post credit scenes have Mm. like that's some shit I wanna see like I don't need a fucking poop fart joke from Captain America, motherfucker. No, no. I'm gonna get some people are gonna be mad about this. Uh, I oh, want... I hate Marvel. I don't give a shit. <laughs> they can be they can be mad at me. I don't fucking care. I hate Marvel. Yeah, please direct all your hate <laughs> toward Alex. That's not me. Um, but yeah, they fucking wish. Like Marvel, take notes. Well, because this is the way sluts. to make me want to see the next movie. Because if you're showing yes. me that Andy is fucking back, I'm tuning in for the next installment. There's no question. And unfortunately, I wish I didn't. But Right. Move Before we move on to Cult, do you have anything else you wanted to say about Curse? No, and we, we really have to move on. Okay, where do you um, rank it? This is number four for me. It is also number four for me. Okay, look at us. Um, obviously next is Cult, which Cult came out in 2017, another direct-to-video, um, mm-hmm. and obviously I think then at that point there was more excitement because we were like, well, the last one was pretty good, right. so who knows? And I feel the same way, kind of, where it's like, oh, okay. Um, essentially it follows Nika. She is now in a, uh mental institution because they all believe that she killed all of her family. They didn't believe, obviously, Adele did it or whatever. Um, and it's just, you know, there's, like, so... I don't love this movie, okay? Like, I don't. So, there's... The whole movie takes place there. Um, 
Chucky gets sent to her somehow. And this movie just does so much shit because it's like then there become multiple Chucky's, multiple good guy dolls, but they all have Chucky's soul in them. Yeah, I mean the whole point of the movie is that like Tiffany and Chucky have like going online and finding like voodoo for dummies have managed to like find a spell that will cast his soul into as many dolls and people as possible to create a cult of Chucky's to then just you know kill as many people as possible. That's basically the premise. I mean, it, something I did... I'm sorry. Keep no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, something I did like about this movie is they do have Andy Barkley still in it. Mm-hmm. And his... They don't have a lot of him in it, but his overarching thing is, like, he now has, from the Chucky doll that he got sent and then blew his fucking head off, he just has the head of Chucky now. Mm-hmm. And he has it, like, mounted on this board or whatever. It's, it's like, on just, a like, spike. It's so good. And he just tortures it every day, like, flames it or whatever. And, like gives him like he, he like, smokes him up at one point um <laughs> but like this chucky head that's like literally just animated chucky head that andy barclay is like torturing like once again it's not great but i it's fun it's something i enjoyed it to it's the best extent. part of the movie hands yeah down. it's like out of everything it's the best part there's a whole character in there in the fucking mental institution or mental hospital that like it's like i don't even know if it was meant to be funny and i didn't think it was funny i was just like okay is the guy that essentially you think she's going to have, like, a romance with. I don't even... I don't know what his disorder is, a personality disorder or something. personality disorder. Where he thinks he's multiple people, but all famous people. So at one point, like, he's just like, oh, I'm Michael Phelps. Yeah. And then another point, that he's Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay. I think in general, and I think I've talked about this. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast or not. But I'm just like, we have progressed past the need for psych ward horror. Yeah. No more psych ward horror. Like, we just, like, don't need it. And I'm not someone in general that's, like, hypersensitive to anything or, like, I'm not easily offended. But also, I'm just, like, guys, first of all, in general, we've seen it a million times. Like, oh, you're in a men's institution and it's scary because everyone's crazy and you're trapped in there. And it's, like, first of all, yeah, seen it 3,000 times, motherfucker. Also, like, it is offensive to a degree. Like, some of it. Like, I don't know that all of it is. And once again, I have never... But binge one of those or whatever to speak on it or have that experience I'm just like I feel like portraying it all the time as this place where like you're kind of like held against your will and you're trapped there and it's always some shit where it's like I'm not meant to be here but they're like sorry didn't hear you here I'm gonna force feed you pills now right. and it's just like and oh everyone you're in here with is crazy and dangerous and it's just like mm, those are like real people that like suffer from like real mental illness like those places do exist and they aren't these like horrid dark like unlivable situations they definitely were way back in the day when people did not treat people with mental illness like human beings. But it's just like now, it's just like, I feel like you guys are like still playing into that. And it's like, if you were making a commentary in the sense where it's like, you know, there are places like this that need to change, that would be one thing, but you're not. It just feels like you're taking something that's real and like that people do suffer with and like making people with mental illness scary. Oh yeah, I very much felt just like, oh, this is a great opportunity to like, do whatever we want because we can have someone with multiple personalities who like if they are you know possessed no one will believe them and we'll have someone who's like so traumatized because they killed their child that like this doll will become their child like it's just it's just very it's it's used for purely plot purposes and i don't think it's necessary um 
It just feels like they sat down and they were like, what are different mental illnesses? This one? Okay. And it's like, how can we stereotype that in the Mm -hmm. best way? And, you know, this came from somebody like, I love the movie Shutter Island. I'm not saying that all these movies are bad or unwatchable, but like, speaking just solely on this one, it's not done well. So it does feel like we're just doing caricatures of Mm -hmm. people with mental illness. Mm-hmm. that like for for what like once again it, kind of how I feel about the fucking military school thing where it's like I I know how you got there because you're telling me like plot wise like for the military school thing it's like because he was a ru- unruly child and they didn't believe him they thought he was like into trouble and he doesn't have parents or anything military school okay I get it but like also why because in a world where you're saying the movie's about a killer doll you really can do what the fuck you want and that's what you chose. And that's how I feel about this, where it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I get the whole like, oh yeah, she's going to a mental institution or whatever. And I'm sorry if I'm not using the correct terminology for places like this. I will fully own up to my ignorance when it comes to that. I don't know if they're supposed to be called mental institutions, mental hospitals, whatever. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so I apologize if I've offended anyone with that. Um, but it's just like why was that the choice like once again i know how you got there but, but it's like really y'all you like, could have gone okay. almost anywhere else yeah i agree i just feel like they they were like well, this is a great opportunity to like you know kind of gaslight her even more because no one's gonna believe them because they're crazy and it's just kind oh of my God, it's just lazy but my biggest issue above that is that this is the f- i would say this is the peak trash chucky doll like chucky looks so bad Garbage. And garbage. if you're going to have a movie where you're going to have multiple Chucky dolls, they need to look good because they all look fucking awful with the exception of the head that Andy Barkley is torturing, which is truly only half a head. Like, it looks awful. It's all very CGI'd. I don't fuck with it. It looks really like... It just it just looks so bad. And I don't know how you can get 20 years later... Thir- I'm sorry, 30 years later, how you can have such a massive difference between the original Child's Play practical effect and what you have here. Like, it's insane that they got this much worse. Oh, I know. I just don't understand. Like, I was like, what was wrong with the original look? Right. Like, Like, that's where I'm, like, at a loss. I'm just like, but it looked good. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, what was the need? And it's not like, oh, they changed it. And it was a huge drastic change where it's like, okay, I didn't like the drastic change, but they changed it because they were clearly going for a whole different look. Mm -hmm. No, it's just like slowly, but surely it's still Chucky. You can recognize it as Chucky. It just like, like you're saying looks more and more like shit. Mm -hmm. It's just like, why were you guys making alterations though? Like it looked good from fucking movie one. So like you got, you did it. You, you had it. There was the blueprint. Like, why did you fuck it and, up? And there are ways to change him, like they did in Bride of Chucky, that makes it work. Yes. This, this does not work. Nothing about this works. The only thing I like about this fucking movie, mm-hmm. really, I mean, there might have been other things, but truly I just worked myself up talking about how it annoyed me that it was set um, in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and the description calls it an asylum. Um, I don't... I don't know. I feel Anyhow. like that's a term I don't want to use. Yeah. I feel like that is not a good term. That's a very, like, 60s knows. term. I don't know. Anyway, um, is, is there's her therapist, which this whole thing, too, I was just oh, like, I, hated I it. hate it here. I hate it here. Is that, like, her therapist, like, and you've discovered that it's apparently happened multiple times, in their sessions, uses hypnosis on her, which at first you're like, okay, that's a method, I guess. And then when she's in a hypnotic trance, sexually assaults and rapes her. Mm-hmm. 
And apparently it just happened multiple times. And I'm just like, once again, stop. Like, why do so many fucking movies, and I'm sorry, I love horror movies. You know I do. They're my life, but a lot of times horror movies, like, why, who writing this was like, oh, it's necessary that rape has to be a plot point. No, it does not. Well, also, like, this might be a weird opinion to have because it's it's kind of like finding a, a like a, a line in the sand. But, like, Chucky has always been, like, a, a fucking like misogynist sociopathic serial killer like i'm aware of all of that but he's never been rapey before and in mm-hmm. this movie every time he listens to the doctor like saying really sh- creepy shit or like going to rape her like he he intervenes but then he says shit like oh i don't know if i should kill him or take notes and i'm like why are you making chucky a rapist now like why are you making him like a sexual predator like i know that probably he probably is because obviously from everything i've seen about him like he's not a good person and he like all the shit he didn't curse with like the mother fine but like i don't i don't want that like it's weird it crosses like a weird line where like i don't want to like i I have like there's a weird part of me like always roots for chucky because he's like the fun villain and i want to see him kill people in fun ways but like i don't want to root for him being a sexual predator does that make sense it's just like a hundred percent what you're saying it's just like as i was saying in general we don't need the rape in the movie we don't Mm-mm. we don't how does it forward the plot it doesn't it's just another fucking moment where you can be like aren't you uncomfortable and i'm mm-hmm. like and i've said this before i don't think i've said it on this podcast but it's just like in general i don't i don't want to see rape in any capacity mm-hmm. i don't it's awful it's literally debatably the worst thing in the world um but there are movies where if the plot centers around that, like the show that we both watched, Unbelievable. Yes. So good. Such a good show. It is a hard watch. It really is. But it's an incredible show. Mm-hmm. And the entire plot is based around that. Mm-hmm. Like something like this where it's like, or like a movie that we love, Revenge. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like rape revenge films. Like I Spit on Your Grave is one of like the best of that genre. Like the 70s in particular really had this fucking fascination with rape culture and like revenge rape specifically like last house on the left i spit in your grave like all of those films they loved it they wanted to show it in excessive detail and it's like very gritty and very like aggressive um and i can forgive it to an extent when it's the premise of the film like if i go in knowing like i'm watching the original straw dogs and i know that this is gonna happen fine but if it's just, like, a point in the movie, like, I don't need it. Like, don't do that. That's what I think. It's just, like, if you're just adding it to, like, I don't know, for, like, some spice in your right. movie, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit enrages me like nobody's business. But everything you're talking about with Chucky where it's, like, yeah, he comes in and he stops this assault. And you're, like, wait. I stand Chucky harder than ever. Mm-hmm. But then he makes those comments where it's, like, I think in theory it's just, like, because this guy is a rapist, he's evil. Mm-hmm. So Chucky's just talking about being evil in general. But yeah, when he makes his comments like, I don't know if I should kill this guy or like take notes. I'm like, no. Like, I honestly would not be mad and fuck anybody that would be if Chucky was like, listen, I'm fucking evil, but I'm not that fucked up. Yeah, that's what I expect from Chucky. That's what I want. But yeah, what I was going to say is the only part of this movie I like is when he, spoiler, ends up taking over Nika's body. So now it's, it is kind of cool that like, Mm-hmm. Nika, who is obviously played once again by Fiona Duraf, who is Brad Duraf's daughter, who is the voice of Chucky, and mm-hmm. like that all coming together. So she's like essentially playing a version of her father. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she's in these like for some reason in this fucking mental hospital walking like not obviously not walking excuse me but like is wearing these like high heel red shoes well he puts them on her the doctor right but whatever well yeah but that also doesn't make sense she does she does get up out of the wheelchair which doesn't make any sense yeah we can't even get into it but then she um smashes his face in with her Mm -hmm. high heel shoe like multiple stompings Mm -hmm. and like crushes his fucking skull in and i was like and at this point technically she is chucky Mm -hmm. so i was like okay chucky smashing in bludgeoning to death like literally like midsummer hammer to the facing Mm -hmm. this rapist therapist is iconic and i do stand that but yeah, it's like those little moments in between where I'm like, I don't need him to say like, oh, I envy how evil he is. Because yeah. it's like, he's evil because he's a rapist. So like, I mean, that's a shit where like when in jail, where it's like, people go to jail for like horrible murders. But if they get in the same cell as a rapist, like they all band together and they're like, no, you're the worst yeah. of all of us and we're going to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I fucking stand that shit too. I'll go on record and say it. Like, yeah. I, I mean, would rather no. I can't even get into it. We can't even. We can, we cannot. But I agree. I think the whole like Nika becoming Chucky is really fun, just because I'm a I'm a fan of like the fact that she gets to play a role that her father has played, which I think is so much fun. Although when she first becomes Chucky, she does this really weird, god awful New York accent that comes out of nowhere. Oh yeah. And then she kind of like tames it down a little bit, and then obviously like her and Tiffany get together in the end. They get to have like this same sex like relationship, which I'm into. Um, but overall, it's just, like, not a strong way to end the series. And I don't know if they're making another one, but... I think they are. Okay. Well, I don't... I don't love where they've left it. I'm just gonna say that. Um, so where did you have it on your list? It is seventh for me. It is... Let me see here. It is sixth for me. I do have it above Child's Play 3, which, honestly, after this conversation, I feel like I need to swap the two yeah, around. I, th- I feel like it's the wrong choice. <laughs> but as of right now, I'm gonna keep it the same just for the sake of this podcast and then very briefly like let me me just very briefly um okay we have to unfortunately discuss the 2019 remake of child's play which in no way do i consider it a part of the series i do not consider Mm -hmm. it canon i do not think has anything to do with child's play um for a few reasons well technically it's not because it's a revamping re whatever making all this shit listen i will tell you my issues with child's play and i have conversation with greg about it all the time because greg really likes it and we have different opinions on remakes in general and this Mm -hmm. just like comes to the core of like how i feel about remaking a classic horror film Mm -hmm. which is that the premise of this child's play is 100 percent different than the original child's play with the exception of the fact that he looks the same and his name is chucky and that is the only similarity between the two films which pisses me off because if you want to make a movie about an AI doll that goes rogue because someone fucked with their programming, that's fine. Make that movie. Don't fucking call it Child's Play and say it's Chucky because Chucky is Charles Lee Ray. That's like making a Nightmare on Elm Street film and saying that Freddy Krueger is a different person or making Friday the 13th and having the killer not be Jason. Like that to me is like disrespectful in a way. And I feel like it's just them. It's just the producers and the people who made the film being fucking lazy and being like you know what if we call it child's play we have a guaranteed established audience that are going to come see it we can easily market it and we'll make more fucking money because people will want to see the new child's play even though it has absolutely nothing to do with the original child's play or the child's play series and so like for me it just infuriates me because like it's not chucky so don't how fucking Mm -hmm. dare you call it chucky call it anything else because if this wasn't 
marketed as a child's play film, I probably would have thought it was fine. I would have been like, it wasn't like an incredible film, but like it had its moments. I liked it enough. But because you're daring to fucking say it's Chucky, no, it's not. No, it is not in any sense of the way of a word. Mm-hmm. Like, no. So it just pisses me off. I do not like it. Chucky looks awful. He looks so fucking bad. I just, that's my rant. And that and that's just like my feeling about remakes in general. Like, like the Nightmare on, like Nightmare on Elm Street remake when like, for the most, like it's not a good movie, but for the most part, the fact that they stuck to like the same story, I was like, okay, at least they did that. But obviously like Robert England not being in it is a big part of it. And not having Brad Dourif in this is a big part of it because it's not Chucky. It's not Charles Lee Ray. I agree. Okay, you can go now. <laughs> I've said my piece. Yeah, I also fucking cannot stand this movie. As Jennifer Tilly put it best, hashtag not my Chucky. Because there's obviously the whole controversy with this where, like, um, Dom Mancini, mm-hmm. who is now heading truly... Um, well, he, he was always part of the Child's Play series. Well, no, Don Mancini wrote every single Child's Play, and he directed the last Curse, two. and Cult. Oh, the last um, But, like, he's there's that series and, and all their minds is still actively happening. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be a TV show, I believe. Oh. Um, they've been working on. I don't know if there's going to be other movies, but this kind of felt like a slap in the face because it was like... It's not like that universe, like, died, and they were like, yep, we finalized it, we're done. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well since they're not making any more of those, let's do a reboot. That was still, that's still actively alive and well. And they did this. So people were mad about it. Jennifer Tilly being number one. Um, and I love her and her word is, um, her word is God. So yeah, I agree with so much of what you said. I mean, I love Mark Hamill, but Mark Hamill is not my Chucky. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. He's not incredible voice actor. Not my fucking Chucky. The doll looks atrocious. I have never hated something so much in my fucking life. Like, if you put a comparison shot of Chucky, as we've talked about many times in this episode, from the original next to this, I'm sorry, I have to believe they had to do that at one point in any of these fucking planning meetings or development meetings or whatever. Who the fuck stayed silent in that room? Mm -hmm. Because you deserve jail time. Because, like, that shit is atrocious. That shit is disgusting. Like, it's a laugh-out-loud funny about how the awful this motherfucker looks. I hate so much of this movie. It's the shit that I talked about before on our fucking host episode where it's like, I get that when you make movies, whether it's a remake, a new movie, what the fuck ever, that you try to bring like modernity into it. Mm -hmm. So like obviously in modern day, you really don't buy a lot of dolls that like have like, you know, batteries that talk on their own. They'll still make them, but it's much more like AI shit. Once again, girl, Black Mirror did it. I don't need it. I don't care about, like, this whole thing where, like, oh, a factory worker in the factory that makes them is, like, pissed off so he programs a doll to have, like, you know, no controls and say whatever he wants. Chucky isn't even evil in this. The whole thing with Chucky is, mm-hmm. like, he loves Andy or whatever the fuck the kid's name is. It is Andy. Mm-hmm. So much that he doesn't let Andy have any other friends. Nope. Don't care. Don't and care. His name is Do Chucky just for no reason. He says he wants to name him oh my God. Solo. And he's like, did you say Chucky? And it's like... Why? Just because and you want to like, fucking have the fan base? This, and I was like, was I supposed to laugh? Mm. Like, was I supposed to be like, oh my god? Because exactly what you're saying. The only reason he's named Chucky is because Charles Lee Ray, whose nickname was Chucky, mm-hmm. was put into him. So that's Charles Lee Ray saying it. Yep. The only reason, honestly, it just felt like a slap in the face again, because as you were saying, there's so much about this. This is nothing like the fucking original Charles Lee. Not even close. 
that it feels like, oh yeah, guys, we know that we're like truly like destroying a movie that you hold so dear. And I hate to be that person that's like, no, you can't touch the movie that I love. Blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, gatekeeping or anything. But also, guys, this movie is trash. I hate to break it to you if you liked it, yeah. but like, I love you, I keep you in my heart, and I want you to hate this movie too, and I want you to care about yourself enough to hate this movie. Um, I just wish Aubrey that it Plaza, wasn't... I'm sorry, oh I, Oof. in general, no Tino Shade at Aubrey Plaza, but I don't particularly care for her in much I feel like you know in Parks and Rec she's funny or whatever but I feel like she often ends up playing the same exact character and everything she's also great in Ingrid Goes West um but in this I'm like I'm sorry in what capacity would I ever believe Aubrey Plaza as a mother I'm not particularly a fan of Aubrey Plaza for those same reasons she's a very dry humor which I typically really like but I find that all of the roles she plays and it's it could be not her fault she could just be typecast but like all of her roles feel very similar and also just who she is as a person seems very much like all of her characters and I have a problem with people who like I can't really distinguish their acting from who they are like I have the same problem with like Greta Gerwig and Kristen Stewart where I'm like oh you're just a fidgety person and all you do in your movies is fidget um so I don't think you're a very good actor and I feel like it's the same thing with her where like she's really dry humor and she's just like really like morbid and doesn't care about anything and that's who she plays in all of her movies so I don't care and there's truly zero percent of me that will believe that she is a mother of like a 13 year old boy no right no. she feels like somebody once again no chino shade um whatever I she's an actress and she's famous and she's you know she has more money than me she's, so I don't she's care. doing so much better in her life than me so I don't feel bad saying anything about her it's fine. Um, but it's just like she feels like one of those people that like watched fucking Adams Family Values, <laughs> really loved Christina Ricci as Wednesday Adams, as we all do, and then was like, I'm Wednesday Adams, and then like made that her entire personality. Yeah. And it's guess then it's like newsflash, like you're not cool or interesting for doing that because Christina Ricci already did it and is unmatched so like <laughs> you being like the grown-up Wednesday Adams is not like profound or like oh my god isn't she I love her I'm obsessed with her it's just like one I can do it better than you bitch so you <laughs> better stay on your fucking toes <laughs> this is me announcing that I'm coming for Aubrey Plaza's career <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah I just hate this fucking movie I don't care about any of it I don't care because Chucky's not scary because he looks like shit and he's not threatening. Mm -hmm. The whole thing you said about Chucky, like, truly, like, I almost got up out of the theater and, like, just went in the hall and screamed. Because I was like, this is horrendous. I don't care about AI, like, horror glitching. Like, I've seen Black Mirror. Once again, they did it better. So I don't need to watch fucking 90 minutes of you doing it far worse while you're also shitting on the good Child's Play name. Mm -hmm. So... Truly, Child's Play 2019 is even lucky to be included on my ranking and in this podcast. Like, truly, like, count your blessings, bitch. Mm -hmm. um, and I can assume that it is at the bottom for both of us. Yeah, I mean, if this movie was not called Child's Play, like I said, if this movie was its own thing and didn't have to ride the coattails of an established franchise, I would have thought it was fine. But because... And, like... If just looking at them as a film, it's a better made film than Cult of Chucky, but it disrespects me just personally. So yes, therefore, piss it, me off. So there we go. So therefore, it is number eight. It is my least favorite of if I'm if I'm including them all in one bubble, it's the worst one because it's not even. So it's like the kid that's not supposed to be 
playing with my friends at kickball and it just like won't go away and that's that's what this movie is wow i love that analogy your Thank mind you. it's... is incredible yeah i'm sweating my ass off in my bedroom so, am so. I. so let's wrap this up so <laughs> Obviously, this ranks number eight for both of us, but let's go back through you first and then me. What was your definitive ranking of the Child's Play series? Okay, I go. Number one, the OG Child's Play, because nothing can top 1988 treasure, in my opinion. Two is Bride, because it is the second best and campiest. Three is Child's Play 2. Four, Curse. Five, Seed. Six, Child's Play 3. Seven, Cult. Eight, the remake we do not discuss. Correct. You're right. We weren't that far we're off. Very right? I thought we were so much for, like, further off. So my ranking is, one, Child's Play 2. Coming in at number two is Child's Play 1988. Number three is Bride of Chucky. Number four is Curse of Chucky. Number five is Seed of Chucky. Number six, which may end up changing in the future, we'll see, is Cult of Chucky. Number seven is Child's Play 3. And number eight, because I love to do my charity work, truly, <laughs> truly, <laughs> It's Child's Play 2019, that disgusting, ugly bitch. Literally, it feels like that meme of, like, um, Tiffany Pollard um, being like, Beyonce? Beyonce? <laughs> like, literally, where I'm like, Child's Play? Uh. You did not just say you were Child's Play. Girl, Child's Play 1988, I am so sorry that an ugly girl like this would ever say something like that. Oh, can I also just say that the other one fucking reference that the movie makes is that at the end... I'm so sorry, I don't know his name. He's the actor on Atlanta. He's great. I do love him. Um, the one that plays the cop? Yes. I he, believe his name is Brian Tyree Henry. Thank you. I always have a hard time with people who have three names. It's, it's, it's my curse. It's, except for Charles Lee Ray, it's my curse. Um, he fucking says the, this is the end line, but he doesn't say friend. And he just says it like real straight, like, this is the end. And I'm like, really? What was the point? Literally, what was the you're point? You're going to take that fucking line and you're going to try Friend to is it? the most important part you're gonna step on that fucking line from andy barkley's mouth Mm, no andy barkley's mouth to god's ears bitch (sighs) so not good but that has been our definitive ranking of the child's play series definitely longest mini so we've had but also we were covering eight movies yeah i didn't we just can't shut the fuck up that's our problem um, truly the way that we could have done, as you said, like three plus hours on this. And we didn't. That's a feat. But yeah, um, perfect pairing to watch Child's Play or any of the Child's Play. Whichever ones are your favorites, as long as it's not that 2019 one, bitch, because I will judge you. <laughs> and it will be with love, but I will judge you. Um, our perfect pairing with dolls, because what goes best with a killer doll movie? Another killer doll movie. Yeah, especially Hello. when one has the most adorable female lead you'll ever see, and then the <gasps> other has an adorable so male true. lead. So so fucking true. I love it. Um, but yeah, so we hope that not only did you enjoy our Dolls episode, but we hope you enjoyed our Child's Play episode um, because we had a lot of fun doing it. Like, I just happened to randomly go through the Child's Play series after we did Dolls, and I was like, Alex, I need you to go through the Child's Play series because we have to talk about them. And, and that's like, we ordered that Blu-ray set, yeah. like, next day. I was like, oh, an assignment? Absolutely. It's consider it done. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, so please stick around for our October oh my gosh, uh, lineup that we have we coming. Have we, have so a, much we have so much content for you for October because we are two spoopy bitches who want any excuse to talk about anything scary. And October is Halloween month, so get ready because it's coming yes. to you. 
we already have some stuff planned and like knowing how psycho we are it is quite possible we'll add more shit to the docket so you will not be without content is what we're saying um until then have a good september i guess yeah make it through i mean technically it's already halloween in my mind it's always if you if you are a shutter subscriber once again trying to get that shutter sponsorship we've already started the 61 days of halloween yes just watch a spooky movie every day do it do it just treat yourself yes watch dolls watch child's play watch something spooky and as always keep it creepy bye bye